Good morning. Your wake-up call number 411. The price now and here. Two out of two, including hack number six, or rather, how do we do hack number, number six that I talked about yesterday, which I called our green willpower. So the so-called symptoms or states that we walk around and experience in our everyday life, right now in our lives, they are not groundless. They are not without a cause. They are a consequence of something that is happening in our bodies inside. Our bodies can only react based on how we act. And that is what we experience as some kind of well-being or some kind of not feeling well. Our bodies communicate with us. So today I will give you a couple of more of those symptoms or states that you might recognize which are caused by these blood sugar spikes and falls, which you probably will see a lot of us can recognize. Are you tired? Generally speaking, in your life, you're too tired or you're tired on the same, on the same time of day. For instance, late in the, in the morning or late in the afternoon. I talked a little bit about it last week in connection with hack number three, where I said that you are actually blocking yourself. Too much glucose, too often, which needs to get out of the bloodstream as fast as possible to not create any harm, means that the cells will be stuffed as quickly as possible with glucose. And it means that those little energy productions, the mitochondria, They are blocked. They go dead. They give up. So the energy that you want for your busy life is not produced. You lack energy. And that is not only physically, practically in your life, but also mentally, because we need energy in order to think clearly, to analyze, to be creative, to be on top of things and to manage difficult, difficult problems. Do you sleep bad? If we go to bed with high blood sugar levels, And if we succeed in falling asleep in that state, because that's not so easy, the blood sugar fall will take place during the night. And that can mean that we wake up with a beating heart in the middle of the night and are interrupted in our sleep. And now we are speaking about the night. Do you experience hot flashes and nightly sweating? Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> It can be difficult to avoid for women in the menopause or postmenopause. Completely avoid. 
but it is proven that women, those women with the most discomfort in connection to, to the menopause, they have the highest blood sugar levels. And that is personally a really good argument for me to do something about my blood sugar level. Are you often ill or do you have a weak immune defense? In relation with corona, it's being proven that people with elevated blood sugar levels, they get easily infected. They have more and longer lasting complications and their risk of dying of corona is twice as big. The energy the cells wants to produce for us are also supposed to deliver energy to our immune, immune system, which is pushed anyway because of the inflammation that we create with those blood sugar spikes. So our immune system also experiences less energy not only we ourselves in our daily life. Do you suffer from migraine? It's proven that high insulin levels, those people with high insulin levels have a twice as big risk for migraine as the ones with low insulin levels. And you know now that the body is using insulin when we eat to take away the, glu the glucose in the blood. So the more insulin, the higher our insulin level, the higher our blood sugar level. There is a direct correlation between insulin and blood sugar. Do you have difficulty, difficulties remembering or, at, or in overall problems with your cognitive abilities? A high blood sugar is interrupting your normal and natural abilities to handle difficult mental tasks. And the effect is worst in the morning or during the morning. And that's also why that breakfast is so important. Also to our children and young people, which actually use their cognitive abilities all day long, in school. So there is a long line of consequences and advantages that we can either avoid or get right away in our lives if we take this blood sugar level seriously and make sure that we have as few spikes as possible and that the blood sugar curve is as flat as possible. I don't know if you can say that nothing, uh, that, uh, nothing fits you from yesterday and today with all of those consequences that I've been talking about. I would like to share with you that I can't. But the good thing is that we can change. And change is most sustainable when we take one little step at a time. And that's why you get all those little hacks here in the months of May. 
you don't need to implement them as quickly as you get them and you can do it in your own speed and in your own on your own terms and in your own way so back to hack number six which you got yesterday and which i called green willpower which is a an extra dish a little starter with vegetables how does that look like First, which kind of vegetables should it be? Everyone. Whatever you like, your favorite, raw or cooked or baked or whatever. Just not as a juice or blended uh, or highly blended. The fibers needs, needs to be as intact as possible. Soup is also okay. Try some new ones if you want to, in a new way. You can make a salad with a good olive oil dressing and a couple of nuts and some feta cheese. You are allowed to combine it with some fat or protein, for instance in a dip or a dressing, or some baked vegetables, or just some carrots with hummus, some olives. How many or how much? Well, any amount is better than none. And the more the better. There are not really made, uh, there's not yet been made studies to how much we need. But Jessie recommends, and she herself eats the same amount of vegetables which they intend to eat as starches later on in the meal, meaning potatoes, rice, pasta, bread, etc. So two to three handful is probably a good starting point so how long time can we can we have before the vegetable starter and the rest of the meal you don't need to let any time pass as long as you start with the vegetable dish you can continue directly with the main course if you have a break if you wait You can't have more than two hours between the vegetable starter and the rest of the meal. And if you're going out to friends or family or in a restaurant and you don't know if you can get away with eating a vegetable dish first, you can eat it from home because you have up to two hours. Alternative, you can, when you get a dish outside, You can eat the vegetables on your plate first and then you're back to hack number two, which is the second best thing. And here at the end, I get you a little, I give you a little dirty trick. If you can't get any vegetable, vegetables at, at all as a starter or enough on your plate to eat first thing, you can take a supplement of fiber For instance, fusilicum, I think it's called in English, or basilicum seeds, or what's they call? Um, ah, forgot the English word. But some kind of supplement with a lot of fibers in it. That's Not as good as having the whole vegetable, but it's better than nothing. And if you go all in and become really consistent, 
and disciplined. Who knows, perhaps your new habits will spread among your friends and family and you will do it all together. <laughs>